Talk Back Matters. Most people are aware that mums are not the only ones that postnatal depression affects. According to the government's Health Direct website, which is a wealth of official information on the topic, by the way, one in seven women suffer with postnatal depression and up to one in ten dads can experience it as well. Nikki Jeffrey is a schoolteacher, a mum and author of Light in the Darkness of Maternal Depression. She shares the road that postnatal depression took her on and how she came out of it. Yeah, I went through my own um, two cases of postnatal depression and not only that, I ended up in the hospital after my second baby was born. So yeah, I've had it quite seriously. Tell us about it. When did it hit and what did it do to you? Well, it hit me when my baby was 10 weeks old. So our first son was born and when he was only six weeks old, we moved to Coffs Harbour. So we'd been living in a different town. Um, we didn't know anybody in Coffs Harbour and my husband got into a truck and was driving for Lindsay Transport. So it was tough already <laughs> doing the move, but I think as well because I had a predisposition toward mental illness in my family there was that biological component as well. Um, so it was just quite overwhelming and I ended up just struggling to sleep and ended up very anxious and, yeah, had to go on antidepressants, had to go to the doctor. What sort of scenarios triggered it? Um, I think it was probably just being worried about everything. Um, yeah, and just, just being overwhelmed. So I think probably being alone too for me because I'd been somebody who was quite busy in my life before having children and then at the age of 31 having my first baby. And yeah, I am somebody who likes to be around people. So it was difficult to end up home alone with a baby and just feeling like I'm not doing well at this. Did you experience anything like this before you had your child? I'd never been diagnosed with any mental illness before having children, but I know I'd been an anxious person, just never anything clinical that would end up, you know, making me need to go to the doctor. Yeah. And tell us, how long did this first uh, episode last? Um, it lasted a long time. I was actually fell pregnant with our second son when I was still battling with the first case of postnatal depression. So I think it just sort of snowballed. There. Did it become worse? Well, when I was pregnant, I think I felt a bit better, as you can often have those feel-good hormones happening. But then, um, yeah, I ended up just like more serious after the second son was born, such that I ended up in the mental health ward of the hospital. Yeah, so it actually it turned into what you call postnatal psychosis. Wow. What were you experiencing um, well, that's where you end up losing touch with reality. And because I just wasn't sleeping, your mind gets very scrambled. And I think your hormones are already sort of out of balance sometimes when you've had a baby. So when you add all those things together, I ended up just in that case of just being a little bit, um, I guess, <laughs> what would you say, like not in touch with reality. So having a few delusions and thinking things that weren't true, which resulted in me needing to get to hospital because when that happens, it becomes a medical emergency. We're talking to school teacher and author Nikki Jeffrey about her journey through and out of postnatal depression. How long did that last? Well, once I got to hospital, I needed to stay in there for three and a half weeks and go on their antipsychotics. And then I think it just takes a couple of years to sort of that to function well again but I mean you have days that you feel better than other days but 
yeah, it does take a while to sort of get back to that place where you feel I am going to overcome. I think for a long time you feel like I'm not making progress, but that you are making gradual progress. And you're making progress. Are you feeling excited about the future? Oh, well, I have made progress, yeah, because now my sons are eight and six years old, so I've had time to recover and, and come really good again. Excellent. So, yeah, I'm in a good place now. I'm really excited because as a mum and a primary school teacher, you're now an author. Tell us about the book you've written about this. Yeah, my book's called Encouraging Mums with Hope, Light in the Darkness of Maternal Depression. So it talks about my story, and it's split into three parts, body, soul, and spirit. Um, it also, I've interviewed other people, so I've got other mothers' stories in there as well, and health professionals have put articles in for me, um, and even pastors have put articles in. So it's supposed to be a guidebook to help mothers, you know, when they are facing it, because I believe it is a season of your life, but it, it's not your whole life. Yeah. Is there one specific thing that you uncovered in your research that you didn't know that really impacted on you through all of that? I did discover that sometimes we're lacking in certain vitamins and it can make a pretty big difference if you end up, you know, taking the right vitamins. So for me, I had copper overload and I just needed to increase my zinc intake and um, just lower the copper levels. And even though I, I still would have needed medication anyway, I think that that still is a big part of the puzzle too to help you get balanced back in your body again, just the right vitamins. What a fascinating discovery. Yeah, and that was thanks to my doctor who specialised in nutrient therapy. Okay, and what about a story from one of the other mums that really impacted on you? Oh, there's a lot of stories. Um, I, I have imagine. got some, <laughs> some stories of um, different things, like a friend who was, you know, at that point before she even had children where she didn't want to live, she was sort of at that suicidal point, but... She ended up on a big journey and, and even getting wrong di wrongly diagnosed with different things. Um, for her, she had that same revelation that her what she eats makes a big difference and if she stays off processed foods and sugars and takes the right vitamins, she functions so much better. She's very sensitive to food. Wow. So what then is the one message you can give to mums who are going through this? I think just hang in there, you know, it's not forever. You're not alone. You're not the only one that's going through this or has been through it. And I think as well, just knowing that God does never leave you. God is always there and just reach out like to people around you and allow people to help you, let people in because, you know, we can't do this alone. Awesome. And what's your website? My website is nikkijeffrey.com. It's N-I-C-K-I-J-E-F-F-E-R-Y.com. I do have a free three-day online course, and if people want to look that up, it's for people as they're reading the book. They can also watch videos and be part of a community. So if they're interested, they can go to nikkijeffrey.com to find out about that. That's Nikki Jeffrey, school teacher and author of Light in the Darkness of Maternal Depression.